monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G. Joining me, as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. You I'm good. Lots of energy tonight. I don't. It's all an act. Oh, you're just such a good actor. Thank you. I am performing for you. <laughs> I'm peacocking. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought it was... Oh, yeah, that is the males that peacock. Yeah. The female peacocks aren't actually very pretty. Well, are you saying I'm not pretty? No, you are. <laughs> I think you're very pretty. You. Not as pretty as me. Anyway, welcome into the program where we watch a film and we discuss it. Yes. Uh, there will be spoilers. If you haven't seen the film, you should see it. And this one in particular is a mystery. So if you care. You Based know. on a video game, if you like video games as well. <laughs> so we can talk about that, but I will just say one little piece of trivia. This is the highest reviewed, like the most positively reviewed movie ever based on a video game. I'm surprised by that. <laughs> That's because you haven't seen a lot of video game movies. I liked Silent Hill. You and three other people. I thought everyone liked that one. No. Because it's like a faithful it, well, hey, it's not to that the faithful. story. I think it's more like horror losers like really like that movie or Silent Hill fans. And again, there's not very many of those. Wait, did you just call me a horror loser? Yeah. <gasps> like, look. Rude. I, I have a podcast about horror movies. Clearly, I count myself one of them. But like, you have to be a bit of a loser to watch some of these movies. <laughs> Some of the movies we watch on this show, you have to be a little fucked in the head to think that they're good. Well, yeah. It's like, yeah, we should totally watch this. Like, any other person would watch this and be like, what? No, there's nothing redeeming about this at all. We're just like, oh, I really like the puppet when the when the monster came out of the guy's butthole and bit off the priest's balls. I thought that was a really good effect. That doesn't happen in this movie, FYI. Not in this movie, <laughs> but in some movies. It could. Probably, yeah. Human Centipad. Anyway, the movie in question was a 2021 comedy horror about werewolves, as we all know, the scariest of all monsters. Directed by Josh Rubin, written by Mishna Wolf, based on the video game of the same name, uh, developed by Redstorm Entertainment, and published by Ubisoft, it is Werewolves Within. And we have a trailer for it. Should affect our snowshoes. What? People do that? You know, fun fact, not only is it the oldest, but remains one of the most effective means of traversing the ice. Wow. Yeah, you're gonna fit right in at Beaverfield. Everything here is a little questionable. Ranger! The people. The weather. Everything. Oh. You look like you just seen a corpse. Well, the roads are effed, and something's wrong with the generator. Which generator? All of them. Make it on the internet! Uh, also, there's a dead body under your porch. Holy ah! Probably a wolf. What are you, like a wolf detective, Mel Marcus? Who knows? Who? Who went? 
gonna kill next? I think we can all agree that it's unsafe outside and there's safety in numbers. Out of curiosity, who is packing? Well, we're having a good old-fashioned sleepover. With guns, though. With guns, yes. Everything about this predator is unorthodox. It's not human. It's not a canine. It's one of them. One of what? A lycanthrope. A what? A werewolf. Look at it gotten in here. How did they get out? Who says it got out? <laughs> Maybe. I'm a werewolf. Maybe you're a werewolf. Maybe you're a werewolf. You're a werewolf. You're a werewolf. You're a werewolf. Maybe we're all werewolves. Are we really in a Mexican standoff right now? Baby, don't say Mexican. Just stand up. You know, we're probably just gonna head out. We're gonna just pull it. Please don't spare bother the lock. Me. Oh my do goodness, I could have gotten it. We're back. So yes, Werewolves Within, starring the great Sam Richardson, who is one of the funniest actors in the world. Have you ever seen him on Veep? He is absolutely hysterical. I have not seen Veep. Oh, God, it's good. Uh, Milena Weintraub, who I don't recall ever seeing before, but I found her delightful in this movie. She's very charming. She, I guess, worked charming. with, uh, on, a, was that college humor thing, um... She's the voice of Squirrel Girl and a bunch of stuff. What's it called? College humor, humor, you know those like shorts, college... <laughs> what in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> college humor originals, yeah, what about it? Yeah, she was a part of that. <laughs> Good for her. I remembered it. I know, I so doubted myself though. <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I don't even know what you were doubting because it doesn't sound like you knew much of anything. I guess not. I guess she's also on This Is Us, which I didn't watch. I did not but, watch uh, that I found either. her delightful in this movie. Yes. Uh, it also features some other people whom I never heard of, but it also had Michaela Watkins, who is wonderful. We love her. We she do love was her. on uh, Trophy Wife, and she was so funny on that show. She's just a very, very funny uh, comedic actress. Yeah, she um, also played uh, Schmidt's boss on New Girl. She was on SNL for a year. but She's whatever. very good. Yeah, she's great. They didn't give her a whole hell of a lot to do in this movie, they but she was fine. They didn't give anyone a whole hell of a lot Well, I don't movie. know about that. Anyway, the premise of the movie is as follows. Finn Wheeler, who is Sam Richardson, is assigned to cover a town called Beaverfield. He's a forest ranger, so it's a small little uh, remote village. Uh, they don't, I don't remember if they actually said what state it's in, but it doesn't matter. It's... Colorado or Utah or something. It's winter. It's winter time. Uh, the town is sort of divided amongst themselves over the proposed pipeline that is meant to go through the, right. the town, proposed by one of the residents, Mr. Sam Parker. Uh, upon arriving there, Finn becomes friends with the cute-as-a-button mail carrier, Cecily. She is cute as a button. I think we were both very much crushing on her. I think we were a little bit. 
Uh, he also meets the other people like Trisha Anderson and her unfaithful husband, Pete. A uh, wealthy couple, Devin and Joaquim Wolfson, uh, who I believe um, Devin is a um, tech millionaire from Silicon Valley, and he and his husband have moved to this town to like get away from it all. There is also uh, some blue-collar workers, Gwen and Marcus, who I think the movie thinks are really funny. They're like the white trash. Yeah, they... They're not. They were the worst part of this movie by a country mile. Every time they were talking, I was like, Jesus... Yeah, they weren't good at all. It just was not funny. They weren't funny. They weren't funny. They didn't really fit the tone of the movie, even though the movie was also supposed to be funny and it wasn't. Yeah. There's also um, Emerson Flint, who is like a crazy isolated guy who lives in a, a hut on the outskirts of town and wants nothing to do with anyone. And See the one with all the shotgun? He like yeah, the one who like on pulls a gun on him because he's trespassing. There's also, pardon me, <coughs> there's also the... Um, the owner of an inn who is uh, sort of reeling from the fact that her husband ran off to, um, what do they say he ran off, she ran off to? Bermuda? Uh, Bermuda, yeah, Bermuda with this lady. And so she's kind of struggling through that. And there's also an environmentalist who's there, I guess. I think they said that she was there to like help propo- uh, oppose the pipeline. But I, I don't really know what kind of environmentalist she is. Because she's also like a doctor who, she's basically there to be the Wilford Brimley character from The Thing. Right. Like, I just thought of that now. It's exactly who she is. Only not as cool as Wolfram. And she Burnley. was good. She was good at being her serious little scientist yeah, I, I didn't character. think she fit in the movie much. But no, it was f- this whole movie wasn't... Spoiler really alert. I liked this movie a little bit more than Nicole, but neither one of us thought it was amazing. I think because, like, I'd seen the preview, and the preview made it look really funny. I thought it was going to be like a Tucker and Dale um, sort of Yeah, it's of much movie. more of a whodunit. And it just the humor just like fell flat pretty much all the way through for me. <coughs> yeah, I would say that like all of the humor that actually lands is just based on the buoyancy is the, is the buoyancy of the charm of the leads. Like Sam Richardson and um, Melina Vintrub are both very charming, and they deliver. They're doing their best with some pretty unfunny material. I would say all of them are. Yeah, yeah. they all are trying to like all of them. I'll go for it. I've all seen. I've seen. Sorry, I've seen most of them in other things, like in small and they bit are parts, very yeah. funny. They really tried their best, and like yeah, you said like if the cast wasn't as charming as they are, this movie would be a lot worse. But they were good. They tried their best <laughs> with it's what they a, had. It's a situation where the script itself isn't as, isn't that funny. So it's relying on the funniness of the people saying the jokes, which can only carry you so far, really. Uh, then there's the fact that it puts a lot of stock into its mystery. Like, it's kind of set up as a whodunit. Like, someone in this town is a werewolf. It, the, the video game it's based on is basically just a VR version of those old werewolf games right where you all close your eyes and one person's a werewolf yeah. one night ultimate werewolf right also i should point out that the video game takes place i think in the 18th century in like moldavia or something so they this movie has nothing whatsoever to do with the video game other than that they're both called werewolves within right uh so yeah basically some uh, trisha's dog gets killed by an unknown assailant Somebody and all they give her to say is that it's supposed to be funny is her shaking the leash that has blood on it from mm-hmm. the dog being eaten and saying, my dog, my dog. I mean, she does have some funny lines about the dog like being her baby. And her delivery of them is, she's funny, but like, yeah, it's, it's only funny her, for so long. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we get it. Your fucking dog is dead. Shut up. But the, the funniest part, I think, the whole, the whole movie was that one joke where uh, I think it's her husband 
who is talking about it's after they discover that the the innkeeper's husband didn't run off to Bermuda, but he's he been dead under the porch because right. he was the, a previous victim of something. Right. Which is a little confusing because how long has um, Cecily been in the town? Did they establish how long? Like she was relatively new as well. Yeah, but she knew everything about everyone. Right, but I'm just saying that, like, so she obviously the first victim was for this woman's husband. Right. Oh, but it was long enough ago. Don't, don't you remember they showed it at the beginning? He's like standing outside. Oh my god, that's what that was. You're right. But we got distracted by was the blue filter. Was that that or was that the... Um, no, that was him. Are you sure it wasn't the other mailman? No, I'm sure. He was not wearing a mailman outfit. Okay, because at the end... Okay. Well, anyway, we'll get to it. Um, they also discovered that all the generators have been sabotaged and... Um, they find this dead body. So now they're like, oh, they're, so they're barricading themselves inside this lodge. Uh, Pete gets his hand bitten off and survives for a very long time somehow, despite also having been shot, like, in the chest. Yeah, I thought they would just leave him for dead. I was like, that oh, guy's I thought he was dead for sure. They shot him where his heart would be. Yeah. And, like, they all just like, oh, he's fine. And then, like, a couple hours later, he eventually dies. But also nobody makes a big deal out of the fact that he didn't die of his hand being bit off. He died because the white trash chick shot him. Because she thought there was a werewolf in the hall. So, like, there's all this infighting between the characters and all this stuff, and everyone starts to get suspicious of each other, and slowly they all start to fracture and splinter off and separate and go their separate ways and then get picked off it by the monster. It was compared to Clue. This movie yeah. was really heavily compared to Clue, Hot Fuzz, which I said there's some shots that look like... The director definitely was aping some Edgar Wright. Yeah, um, and another one... Oh, Fargo, which I totally have. It had a Fargo feel. I would say this. But it's not as good as any of those. Edgar Wright, he, the guy did try to copy some Edgar Wright camera root moves to moderate success. Uh, it is a whodunit like Clue, and there and is like how snow they like in off. Fargo. But yeah, this movie is nothing like those three I was movies. Like, <laughs> when, when I, I kind of went into this knowing about the Clue comparison, and I was like, thought it would be really funny if there were multiple endings to yeah. it and i think that would have kind of saved this movie even though helped. it was like it would have been like a total just rip off of clue but well, i think it would have been funny then, yeah. i think that would have been funny to see the different characters because the characters well, the were gimmick, charming right? on their own so like yeah give each of them a turn to be the werewolf and see what that would have been like mm-hmm. i think that would have been a better ending <laughs> Yeah, and the actual ending itself is a little bit half-baked anyway, mm-hmm. although I did like the when Emerson did show up. Like, at one point, um, Finn and Cecily go to Emerson, the, the recluse's house, and <laughs> Finn gives this speech about being a good neighbor like Mr. Rogers. Oh, that was... Okay, that was funny. And then at yeah. the very end, uh, Finn gets saved by Emerson showing up at the last second to kill the actual werewolf to fight them together, and he talks about how he... That speech really got through to him, and he wants to be a good neighbor like Mr. Rogers. He wants Rogers. to be like Mr. Rogers. Like, oh, the movie cute. starts with a quote from Mr. Does, Rogers yeah. as well, which was funny. So, yeah, I there's a whole it. bunch of stuff all about, like, the townspeople infighting and bickering and not being yeah. good neighbors and community and all that. Ultimately, it turns out that Cecily was the werewolf all along. She wasn't even the real mailman. She killed the real mailman and took his place and has been slowly hanging out there during the winter where she can have all of her food kept on ice and blah, blah, blah. So there was like this whole will they, won't they thing with Finn and Cecily. It was very charming. It was really charming. And then at the end when he finds out that she's the werewolf, her line was so good. She was, says, uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, Finn, werewolves are real. The myth? It was like a... Women who get turned on... 
by your Yellowstone stories, that's the myth. That's the real myth, yeah. I was like, that's that was a good Because I remember even at the time, like, like it's weird that she is so into him because he's this dork. But, but he's charming. He was cute. She's kind of yeah. cute and dorky, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it so, was... Yeah, I think that, like, I like this cast. I like the premise. It was just... It was very kind of average, I thought. I liked everyone in it. They all tried their best, but they just didn't have a whole lot to work with. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I feel like the cast, um, like, didn't... This movie wasn't worth the cast it had. I'd say it wasn't scary enough to be a good horror, and it wasn't funny enough to be a good comedy, but as far as, like, a... But as a movie with those types of tropes aimed at an average audience and not a horror audience, yeah, I can see why it was well-reviewed. Because it was fine. I also liked... When Cecily turns into the werewolf at the end, yeah, it, looked fine. it was a decent werewolf transformation. I thought she looked, I thought it was all practical effects. Her yeah, makeup was all, right. all practical and it looked like a B horror movie, which this was. So I enjoyed it for that. Yeah. I think that it was, it was well made. It was well acted. It was just very average. I ended yeah. up liking it a little bit more than you, I think. But I think it is like, it was immediately forgettable for me. I was also tired when we were watching it, um, which is just how I am all the time right now. So mm-hmm. I, it was, I wasn't as invested in it as I could have been, I think, if I had watched it at a different time, maybe. Um, let's talk about the poster for a second, because I pointed out that this has become re-popularized by... Stranger Things, where it is a dark background title at the bottom, and uh, the char- cast of characters above it all kind of standalone-ish, <laughs> but collaged yeah. together with like kind of this purpley glow around them, very 80s style. Um, I was curious to, to I mean, because you say you think that Stranger Things is what kind of repopularized this. And but Stranger that, Things did it from Star Wars. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, like it's a horrible poster treatment. I hate this poster. I hate this kind of poster. And if it's true that it's Stranger Things' fault that it's back, mm-hmm. then I like Stranger Things less now than I do. <laughs> That's fair. fair. I, fuck. you know, what? I like that Stranger Things did it because it it goes with the show. It goes with how they they like do the throwback to everything '80s in their show but yeah this movie poster has it um i just saw that the poster for studio 666 has it it's there's a just, much better poster as i well. just saw that that with the werewolf it's like a crocheted werewolf yeah it's that's way cute better. um but yeah i just think that's kind of a trope in uh especially b horror movies right now as these posters all look the same almost any movie with an ensemble cast now has this poster again and i yeah, fucking it's hate very it. it's 80s so i shitty. usually love 80s things but um, just do something different. But it's like, like sh- that. It's like the shitty 80s, thing. though. It's not even like the good 80s stuff. It's just like the shit. Where it's just like, look, we have recognizable celebrities in our movie that you don't care about. Ugh. Right. It's just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm bored by it now, a too. poster. Yeah. Now I want to see the Stranger Things poster. I have it on my t-shirts. I have multiple Stranger Things t-shirts. I love Stranger Things. I watched the first two seasons of Stranger Things with you. Yeah, you were liking it, yeah, too. Yeah, this sucks, too. Yeah, that's my shirt. This sucks a little <laughs> bit less because it's at least drawn, but it still sucks. It's drawn and it has a lot of detail in it. I like yeah, it the sucks. level of detail in it. Um, yeah, but yeah, like I'm kind of bored by it now the... as well. Yeah. I like the colors. I like the 80s colors of this it. This is better. Yeah. This Welcome to well, Joey Looks at Posters on the Internet. But <laughs> at least explain to them what the poster is that you're looking at. Oh, it's at. just some boys on bicycles looking at a red sky. 
Red Sky Warn and Morning. You can see, um, Welcome to Hawkins. The um, Spider Guy. Yeah, what did they call it? Mind Flayer in the sky. Demogorgon. The Demogorgon was from the first season, I thought. Demogorgon's there in all the seasons. Okay, well, there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I, I don't have a lot within. else to say about Werewolves Within. I would say, I wouldn't recommend it, but if you um, if it's on, you could, you could do worse. It's on it Netflix. also it kept comparing, the article I read compared it a lot to Silver Bullet, which, let's just take a moment, because we've done Silver Bullet on this pod, and I found Silver Bullet is funny. Silver Bullet does unique stuff with, with it, um, the werewolf looked like shit in it. Was Silver Bullet... Did Silver Bullet think it was funny, though? Or was it funny because... <laughs> it no, I think it was, like, there were, like, okay. especially Gary Busey. Because I his, loved Silver Bullet. Gary Busey, some of his lines were, like, actually funny. Um, it was a really fun 80s movie. And I just don't think that you can yeah. even compare this one I mean, to I guess Silver they Bullet. both have werewolves in them, but, like... I think they're comparing it to like the comedy part, and don't you remember that he the werewolf the baseball, the baseball bat? bat? You're right. Like, how is that not funny? You're right. That is, yeah, you're right. That was my one review of this movie on Letterboxd. This is a werewolf kills two guys with a baseball bat. It's the best right? movie ever. Like that kind of B horror movie is <laughs> that like ruled. what I'm about. Not this kind of more. I I found it was kind of boring because I I think that what it's coming down to is that we are losers who would have a horror podcast, and this was a horror comedy that was not made for horror fans it was made for like my mom you know what i mean like, i think it was yeah. just made for like random people to be what flipping through netflix and being like oh that could be yeah. fun so that's fine i mean like like you said it's the it holds the highest rated critical scores for any movie based on a video game which is really funny to me <laughs> But, like, at the same time, I get it. There's nothing, like, overly bad with it. There's nothing about it that's poorly made. It's just, you know, kind of boring. Why do we have two copies of What Lies Beneath on the Plex? Because, I don't know. That's weird. Anyway, also, it's written by Mishna Wolf. <laughs> and she wrote a werewolf movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Maybe one of them is in HD. Why, Why they are you be? talking about what lies beneath? Right well, because I just got distracted seeing it. Like it's weird that it's in. No, they're both in. That's weird. Okay. Well, Nicole, um, mm -hmm. you get to pick something. So pick something much funnier or much scarier or both. Okay. I have never seen this movie, and it's been on my list for a long time. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space from nineteen. Nineteen eighty-eight. Can I just say one thing? What? Fuck yeah. I've never seen this movie, and I'm really excited to. Watch it. When the, when the security guard asks what they're going to do with those pies, I'm going to cheer. I want you to know that. Um, pretty much since coming back, like from our long, we had a long hiatus between doing, like a couple years ago, we started the, the, this back up. Um, and since it started back up, we've had an Instagram. And I've never mentioned it on the podcast ever. because I'm We have an Instagram? Terrible at it. So... You can find us on Instagram at Bride of Creature Podcast. Um, you can also find us at www.brideofthecreature.com. Is Something that ours? That. Yeah, where you can find our podcast. And Joy writes little funny write-ups about them. They're, don't don't get their hopes up. I write like a sentence. And I also have five issues of a magazine that you can download for free. It's kind of like a kids. Uh, Highlights Activity for kids, book. but spooky theme that we do that I 
make with my kids and put out. So there's some fun stuff on the website too. Um, we also have stickers for free now too. If you want to, you can also, you can like DM me on Instagram if you want some fun stickers or you something. You cannot DM me on anything because I would be, it would be wrong of me. It would be outside of my brand if I didn't mention that you shouldn't have social media. We shouldn't have social media. You should all delete your social medias. Uh, social media is a cancer, and it's weird to brag about how much cancer you have. So, yeah, you can DM me directly. <laughs> um, I'm happy to be on Instagram and respond. Yeah, exactly. Nicole will be your cancel cancer pal. I want nothing to do with you. If you would like to discuss this movie with me, meet me in person, become my friend, and then we can talk about it. You don't want to meet him in person. No, I don't want to meet them. <laughs> well, who, no one wants to meet you. Nobody wants to Nobody <laughs> want to meet me. They all want to meet you. <laughs> I'm cute as a button. Like, Cutest podcaster in town. Cicely. Cecily. Cecily. Cecily is a... Oh, never mind. <laughs> On that uh, delightful note... We will do Killer Clowns from Outer Space. The sci-fi music. the Twilight Zone theme. The sci-fi. Okay, until next time, I'm the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy, kissy. Sicily. It's in Italy.